Hello and welcome back. Hello. To another riveting episode of Gimme the Creeps. <laughs> That's how riveting it is. Huh? Crickets in the background. Oh, you need to add that in there. Oh, good. good um, speaking of crickets, does anybody use that alarm on their damn iPhone? Because it's one of the default things is crickets. Really? I've never heard that. Am I making this up? Oh, no. Let me look. I could I could swear that there's one called crickets, and it's literally just the sound of crickets. What? Is it like... What if... Um, hold on. Let me I'm see. I'm sure. It's under like alarm sounds or something. Um, hold on. I got a new phone. Did I tell you? Ooh, that's awesome. I got the iPhone like 12. It? Ooh, is it the big one? No, it's the smaller one. Not the mini, but the next size. I want the mini. They read my mind. I missed my iPhone 4. I wanted the mini as well, but then I was like, oh, fuck it. Uh, crickets, A. Eh? There's circuit. What? Hold on. I could swear there's crickets. Nope, I don't see a cricket. There's like a different area that's like classic or something. Oh, there it is. Oh, my God. Perfect. Oh, my God. Uh, I didn't know that was there. I can set a timer and make that the sound and then like tell really bad jokes. And the joke is just that the timer is going to go off after the joke, and then people will laugh. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, shit. I changed my ringtone to that. Son of a bitch. There you go. Oh, oh God. I knew it was going to do it. Which I changed it back to my real one. that? Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's always on. It, most of the time, it's on silent, so I don't even hear it. I forgot it was actually that, but. Dude, I'm so jealous of you because you had the opportunity to buy those damn ringtones and backgrounds and shit. Remember on VH1 and it'd be like, text this number to get this ringtone and it'd be like some dope ass. Yeah, and it cost like $20. Stupid. Did it really? It was like one, it was like 99 cents. And then to use Mm -hmm. the internet to buy it or even mm-hmm. just send that fucking text was like an extra $10, so. Oh, my. Don't even get me started about texts. My dad, when he first got me a cell phone, I didn't get a, my first cell phone until I was like in the seventh grade, I think. And um, it came with conditions, but my dumbass didn't listen because mm. this is what my dad did. He got me a phone, right? And it was, you know, a regular little like slidey phone. It wasn't anything fancy or anything. He put a sticky note on the box that was like 10 text messages a day or whatever. What the fuck? You can't even get a conversation finished or like even started in 10 text messages, especially when you're like a teenager or whatever. Yeah, what the fuck? You had to send like a paragraph each time? Girl, when that phone bill came back, we were all in in for it, like a big surprise, a big rude awakening, if you will, because I didn't know how much it would actually be to go over the 10. I thought he was just messing around, like you don't need to be on your phone all day, but it was for real, like per text message, it cost costed money. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure it was a few hundred dollars because Mm -hmm. of me. Um, Oh, yeah, that was not a good that was not a good time for me. I just remembered why why I was texting so much was because I had a crush on my best friend at the times ex but you know what to be fair to be fair oh i do remember the story i don't back my the, i don't know when did this become like a gossip fucking drama channel anyways um <laughs> i 
So let me let you in on a little bit. Um, <laughs> it was because my self-esteem had like shot way up because he was like a popular guy. And I did so wrong by her by doing this. But she had reached out to me over Christmas break because she broke up with him or he broke up with her because she liked some other guy. But she was going to try to get back with him, even though she just kind of still liked the other guy. So I mean, mm-hmm. anyway, though, um, I fucked up and I was like, I got cutesy with the guy. So. My I God. remember that story. Over. That's the one time I fucked over a friend. I think like that with over a boy, and that was just the most stupidest decision. She never spoke to you again, right? No, it was actually the opposite. It was fine, but everybody around us was like, "Why the fuck are you cool with this?" You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was very nice of her to not fucking want to kill me. I mean, we were in middle school and everything, but um, I don't know why I just what ate up that moment. Which one is the girl that didn't speak to you ever again? Or And then you were like, I don't know if I should text her or blah, blah, blah. That was high school. And that was like a way deeper Oh, and that was about Hunter. Never mind. Yeah, that one involves my husband. So I forgot. I'd have wow. to get him to sign some paperwork to release this. <laughs> <laughs> Abby's a dumbass 101 once again, except, yeah, anyways. But. <laughs> No, I mean, I joke about it now, but yeah, at the time I was like so hurt over that friend, the one in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, she apologized to me for doing whatever she did wrong. And then I thought we were going to just keep being friends, but I guess not. I'm I'm the kind of person that's only ever had one friend at a time that's like that close to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, one friend at a time. <laughs> Let's be thankful for friendship. Here's the theme. The theme of the <laughs> We're gonna turn this around. We're gonna hold on. Let's stop. Let's put our tissues down and the hot Cheetos down and let's talk about this. We are thankful for the growth that we've had with how we make friends, how we go about having friends, keeping friends, maintaining friendships. Um, yeah, so let's look back on all those um, mistakes that we made and just be thankful for where we are now. If you're happier with less friends, good for you. A lot of people are. Some people need like a bridesmaid's team worth of friends and that's good on them. That's a lot of effort and work. So kudos to y'all for keeping up. Um, so anyways, yeah, this is um, our Thanksgiving week episode. So I kind of flip it into a, into that. Did you just choke? Is it, Are the hot Cheetos going down? A no, bit? I didn't eat any hot Cheetos, but um, <laughs> yes, I had a tickle in my throat. I'm so sorry. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a tickle weird <laughs> uh anyways oh, god damn it hold on sassy of course oh, hold on <laughs> she's thankful this bitch better be fucking thankful for what i'm about to do oh. oh it was treat time She's thankful for treats. Oh. <laughs> Why are you squeaking? I felt my chest burning. Oh, man, this chair is not doing too good. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. uh, of not doing too good, uh, update on that turkey. He's gone missing. Abby. Are they going to kill it this far in advance? What are you talking about? What turkey? Didn't I like talk about the turkey that was next door for like weeks? Did you? 
Did I bring it up on here? I, feel I like don't I did. think you did. Maybe I don't remember record, anything about turkey. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What turkey? Okay, well, <laughs> I thought you okay, were like well, saying a dad joke. <laughs> of course. Oh, a turkey. Just a random turkey Yeah, joke I thought you were trying to here. say a Thanksgiving joke. I was like, oh, shit. I should have. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> I'm too old. No, what I'm saying is, I let me get everybody up to speed here. Next door, there's a family that had a turkey that was big as hell and two ducks. And as of a few days ago, they're no longer there. So I'm like, did they already go ahead and, you know... Make them walk the plank so that they can braise them for like, you know, have some good meat for Thanksgiving. Braise it a week or two in advance. I don't know. And it's killing me. Or maybe they were just holding the animals for someone else who was going to um, have them slaughtered. I don't know. Very dark. Uh, but hey, I don't know who who's all eating turkey and stuff for Thanksgiving. But uh, somebody's eating good because that thing was a monster. It was large and in charge. And Francis was afraid of him. It would come up to the fence and start garbling at him, and he would get pissed off. You mean gobbling? It was garbling. That's how that's how monstrous that thing was. Oh, that's creepy. I'll have to post a picture. Anyways, a lot of people are scared of birds. Yeah, um, turkeys are fucking ginormous. People are scared of even, like, chickens. They don't like being, like, pecked. Or oh, whatever. yeah. Yeah, who the fuck likes that? Chickens, whenever they start running after you is when it's terrifying. Do you run or do you just stand your ground? What's the reason I that? usually run. <laughs> <laughs> Those little things can't catch up. They have little legs. But they'll stop like halfway because that's the whole point. They're trying to like scare you away. You're out of the – ah, yeah. interesting. There's some birds here that look like crows and I heard that they're called magpies. Oh, yeah. And they repeat what the fuck you say, don't they? Oh, shit, for real? Is that what they do? Magpies do something. I'm going to go up to one and start talking, and I'll let you know. I'll update you. Oh, stop it. What do magpies do? What? Dude, I hear like a robot voice come back out. Oh, man. And then it fucking fixes itself, and it's like, oh, oh, I'm just a bird. Just a bird. I'm just a bird. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Oh, magpies steal shit. Oh. That's what they, that's what, okay, that's what I'm remembering. Well, that's kind of cute. Crows. I thought crows did that too. They bring crows. Yeah, but they'll bring you shit that they find. Like magpies will literally go to another <gasps> nest and steal all the shit. Great. They're just thieves. They're like little raccoon birds. Yes. And crows are the ones that can speak to you. Cute. People, mm. I used to always defend crows against my mom because my mom would be like, those freaking birds need to get out of here. And I'd be like, what are they doing to you? I don't think the ones that are here are crows. I think they're just blackbirds. I'm sure they're called something else, but I don't. I know that they're not crows. Crows are bigger. And second theme of of this week's Thanksgiving episode: birds. birds. You're welcome. <laughs> the hot. This is the hot topic of 2020 right now. Okay. If you were a bird, what bird would you be? I. Um. <laughs> Uh, I would be <laughs> fuck. Um, Why am I asking you this? Wouldn't you be an owl? Oh my god, I would be an owl, yeah, or a parrot, but probably an owl. Okay, I can see either of those. Okay, cool. Um, I would be a finch. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> I start laughing. What the heck? I can totally see that. Or a canary. Canary, too. 
Or Zazu. Or, uh, not, I mean, not the kind of bird Zazu is, just Zazu. What is the song? It's like, I've got the bumbling bunch of coconuts. Got, yeah, that's what he says. I've got a lovely <laughs> bunch of coconuts. <laughs> there they oh. are standing in a row. Oh, shit. It's I'm going to sing the whole I know you can't not. It's so yeah, good. Who yeah, does his voice? That voice was so much better. I'm so sorry, John Oliver, but that was not it for you on the live action. I loved the original voice actor for Zazu in the animated film, but I don't know who it was. I can't believe I never looked it up. Um, but anyways, Zazu's just... I'm Zazu, but only the part where he's like frantically screaming and then Scar just smacks him against the rock. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> We have to go get blah blah blah, and then he just like smacks him. That's yeah, that is you. Oh, and Scar fuck. is life. Scar is like what? Scar is life, like life in general. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, like life, like life is smacking me into the rock. I didn't hear what you had said. <laughs> it's so weird that this is meme language now. Like we understand comedy like that. We don't have to like. Well, there's some people that still don't understand. I know. My dad called it a meme for a long time. <laughs> um, Mr. Bean is the voice of Zazu in the animated one. <gasps> yes. Uh, that guy. Oh, yes. goodness. Have you seen Rat Race? No. I have not. You know, I feel like I watched it when it first came out. I don't remember what there's happened There's a lot at of all. funny actors in it. They're just trying to go find money or something. I don't remember. Some kind of contest. Anyways. Okay. All right. So Figure, are we ready? Yeah. I was just buying some time, but, you know, let's go ahead and You're get just going to take that whole shit out because we sound like idiots. <laughs> hey, this is the real us. By now, our small group of listeners should know. Hopefully they enjoy up. it. They're like, bitches. Have you seen all the shit. countries we have now? We got a bunch of countries. Oh, I haven't so checked lately. Thankful for the listeners. Because, I mean, okay, so Thanksgiving you know, the whole origin and everything in the dark past of, you know, the beginnings of America. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, we're just here to be thankful right now. So that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And now we're going to listen to Daniela tell about some spooky shit. So today's topic is Roanoke, the lost colony. Mm -mm. Okay, so in 1584, Queen Elizabeth I gave Sir Walter Raleigh a royal charter to colonize North America to establish a base for which England could raid Spanish treasure fleets coming from South and Central American colonies. Raleigh sent the first expedition to explore the eastern coast of North America. It landed on Roanoke Island and established good relations with the Croatoans, the Native Americans living on the island. The expedition brought two Croatoans back to England with them, and the natives explained how to live on the island. Armed with this new information, Raleigh organized a second expedition, which was a disaster. There were tensions between the group and the Native Americans, and there was a lot of fighting between them because the Native Americans were angry that the English were exploiting the land and resources. Many of this expedition returned to England. Only a small group of 15 men remained behind to protect the fort and Raleigh's claim to Roanoke Island. 
1587, Raleigh sent a third and final expedition, making his friend John White leader and governor of the colony. This third voyage was different in that it included women and children, which meant that they were going to settle the island. When White and his group arrived, all they found of the previous small group of 15 was one skeleton. So, John White reestablished good relations with the Croatoan, but some Native Americans that the previous travelers had struggled with refused to meet with him. So, after they got settled, everything seemed to be going well for the thriving colony of 115 people. In fact, John White's daughter, Eleanor Dare, gave birth to her own daughter while in Roanoke, who was Virginia Dare, and she became the first English child born in the Americas. In late 1587, John White returned to England and planned to return with more supplies. The Spanish Armada's assault on England in 1588 delayed his return. The ensuing war between Spain and England made it difficult for White to go back to Roanoke. He couldn't gather supplies and book passage back to the colony for three years. He finally returned on August 18, 1590, his granddaughter's third birthday. And Roanoke was completely deserted. There was no one there and no signs of a struggle, a battle, or any foul play. The only clues left that gave any hint to the fate of the colonists of Roanoke was the word Croatoan carved into a fence post and the letters C-R-O carved into a tree. All the buildings had been disassembled, so the people had not been forced to leave in a hurry. The colonists were instructed to carve a Maltese cross in a tree if they were compelled to leave against their will. So I was thinking about this, like, if they're compelled to leave against their will, like, how the fuck do they have time to be carving shit into a tree? I have no idea. That's weird. Um, so White assumed with all of these clues that the colonists had moved to the nearby Croatoan island, but bad weather prevented he and his men from going to look for them. His men wouldn't go with him to look for the missing colonists, and they left the next day. Oh, my God. Yeah. So since the colonists disappeared in 1590, there have been investigations into what happened at Roanoke. In 1602, Sir Walter Raleigh decided to find out what happened himself. He hired his own ship and paid his sailors' wages so that they could focus on the mission. They reached Virginia, but a severe storm first forced them to go back to England before they were able to reach Roanoke Island. When he arrived back, huh? You've got to come out, Foist. <laughs> when he when he arrived back in England, Raleigh was arrested for treason before he could organize any more missions back to Roanoke. In 1603, another fact-finding mission to Roanoke led by Bartholomew Gilbert ended in disaster. A storm blew the expedition off course, and the team that went ashore was attacked and killed by Native Americans. The remaining crew returned to England without having found any information on the colonists of Roanoke. It seemed as if there would never be a definite answer to the mystery of the disappearances. So over the years, there have been many theories and hypotheses put forth to help try to explain this long-standing mystery. 
Uh, they range from the potentially true to just outlandish. Some incorporate spiritual beliefs while others use strictly scientific and historical data to solve the mystery. While many explanations have been put forth, these are the most common theories that have been discussed that can help us figure out what happened to the people of Roanoke. Are you ready for this list? Oh my God, yes. Okay. The first one is the colonists tried to sail back to England. Some theorize that the colonists simply grew tired of waiting for John White to return and attempted to sail back to England on their own, but that might be far-fetched. Historians believe Historians believe the colonists were left with only a small boat known as a penance. I think that's right. I don't know. And it wouldn't have been large enough to carry them all. There's also no evidence of a shipwreck to support this theory. Another is Spanish troops wiped them out. So Spain and England were locked in this rivalry over the colonization of the Americas, among other things. And there were there were Spanish troops stationed in Florida at the time. So they might have sent a group to take out the colony as an act of war. Here we go, getting into the crazy shit. So another is they all contracted a fatal infectious disease. Various Native American tribes in the area claimed to witness internal warfare among the Roanoke colonists. Archaeologists also theorized the Roanoke settlers contracted a plague. The illness could have caused delirium, paranoia, or even complete madness among the infected. Those not infected would have wanted to vanquish those who were, who were out of fear of contracting the virus themselves. But that wouldn't... But that would like where the fuck did they go? Yeah, they wandered off, or there would be bones or something. So yeah. So that leads to a zombie apocalypse. Another theory some people like to share on the internet claims Roanoke served as a ground zero for some kind of zombie apocalypse. Oh, this combines aspects of other theories that the colonists were diseased and became cannibals. According to this idea, the settlers became infected with a zombie virus that gave them an insatiable hunger for human flesh and hastened the decaying process of their own bodies. The remains would have been long gone and the infestation would have been over before White returned. So then cannibalism is also another one. After evidence was discovered of at least one act of cannibalism in the later Jamestown settlement, as reported by a Smithsonian magazine, it could be possible that the colonists resorted to similar tactics when food ran short because, oh, what the fuck? When food ran short to the point of wiping themselves out. This one is my favorite. Um, chief Powhatan murdered them all. The chief, also known as the father of Pocahontas. Yes. Confessed to leader John Smith that his tribe murdered the colony as payback for aligning themselves with a rival tribe. Powhatan allegedly possessed some items he'd taken from the colonists, including a musket barrel and a brass mortar and pestle. Whoa. Um, but reports. What? No remains. They must have used everything. Don't they make like. Or buried it. Or buried somewhere, yeah. Or burned them. I don't 
or reports like the one done by John Hopkins magazine have concluded that he was possibly searching the truth to seem more impressive. <laughs> but I don't know. That's smart. So that other people don't mess with their tribe. Yeah, that's that could be it. Mm. Interesting. Street um, cred back in the day. Huh? Street cred back in the day. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. Interesting. <laughs> Another theory is the Croatoans executed them as witches. The Croatoan tribe reportedly believed in witches, both male and female, who used black magic to do evil. The tribe could have interpreted the actions of the Roanoke colonists, like spreading disease and encroaching upon native land, as evil. While local tribes in the area did not regularly execute witches, they did condemn dangerous outsiders to death, and the colonists may have seemed dangerous. Another is they were cursed by witches. If the Croatoans didn't think that the colonists were witches, maybe the colonists encountered witches already waiting for them. Many legends tell of witches who stalked the woods of North Carolina and new arrivals only added to the lore. Native peoples in North Carolina supposedly told stories of witches who used black magic to harm others, and early European colonists accused the native people of being witches themselves. It's well known that later colonists accused each other of witchcraft notoriously in the Salem witch trials. Another is they transformed into trees. Trees? Yeah, they transformed into trees. The Croton tribe, huh? That's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it gets fucking nuts. Um, the Croton tribe reportedly believed the island had a spirit who, if angered, had the ability to absorb the offenders into the woods, literally. The spirit could transform them into trees, stones, animals, or anything else in nature. If this lore is taken to face value, that means that no one actually went missing. They just became part of the land. And that they also, like, tie that into, like, the carving on the tree and the post and shit. Mm OMG. That's so creepy. It is, right? Yes. Uh, they were sabotaged by one of the queen's men. Hmm. Some anthropologists believe Sir Francis Walsingham, Queen Elizabeth I's secretary of state, made sure the colony would become stranded in a plot to discredit Sir Walter Raleigh, who funded the whole thing. According to the theory, the colonists moved west into what's now North Carolina, where they became embroiled in a conflict between warring native tribes. They were either captured or murdered. All of this would have been kept secret by the crown, which would explain why no records exist. Another is the reptilian devil of the woods possessed the colonists. What in the world? (laughs) The Croatoans believed that greater spirits manifested themselves in the form of elements, and they they reported a strange phenomenon that occurred At the same time as the vanishing of the colonists, birds fell from the sky and large numbers of wildlife died abruptly in the area where the native people hunted. The Croatoans told of an evil spirit that took the form of a reptile. They said it was believed to attach itself to humans, causing them to demonstrate the demonic traits like violence. I don't fucking know this word. Oh my god. Rep. Rep. Rapaciousness, rapaciousness. 
Do you know that word? That does not ring a bell. Let's just... Let's see. Oh, aggressive. Okay, greedy. You could have just said greedy. Fucking Jesus. Over uh, achiever. Aggressively greedy. Yeah, this person went fucking full <laughs> 10 yards. Okay, um, Don. Don, <laughs> Don Julio did what? You're making up. Oh my god, I can't I can't breathe. <laughs> um <clears throat> causing them to demonstrate the demonic traits like violence, aggressive greediness. Oh, aggressiveness. You're like laughing while you're saying these words. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, okay. They said this word twice. Like, did you not fucking aggressively? aggressively greedy and then greed is right after that so i don't understand so okay they causing them to demonstrate the demonic traits like violence and aggressively greed and being aggressively greedy (laughs) (laughs) anyways wow yeah um the Croatoans warned the colonists that the evil reptilian spirit had manif- manif- oh, fuck it was not even manifested it's infected. <laughs> uh, had infected the entire region and once the infighting began they knew that the settlers were infected with the creature's evil and that's why they turned on each other. Hmm. Yes. Okay, so um, another theory is that the Dare Stones tell the story of the missing colonists. I did not know what the fuck Dare Stones were, so here we go. From 1937 to 1941, people began uncovering engraved stones supposedly written by members of the Roanoke colony. A man claimed to have found the first stone, a 21-pound rock somewhere along the Carolina coast. It's believed that Eleanor Dare used it to write a message to her father, John White. In the alleged account, Dare says the colonists moved farther away from the ocean a short time after White embarked for England, but they were plagued with illness and violent encounters with Native tribes until only seven colonists remained. Through the 1930s, a North Carolina farmer came up with more than 40 more engraved stones, but those have been proven to be fake. The first stone is different, however, and it could be the real deal. Wow. Another theory is Virginia Dare survived. Little Virginia. Huh? One person? One child. A child? Go on. It's it's that one baby that was born. Yes. The first baby. Yes. So little Virginia Dare, the first English child born in the Americas and the granddaughter of John White. Uh, When White finally returned to his colony, it was on Virginia's third birthday. So in 1901, Sally Southall Cotton wrote the poem, The White Doe, The Fate of Virginia Dare, a fictional account of what happened to the little girl. In the poem, Virginia is taken by a local tribe and renamed... Winona Ska. I don't, that doesn't sound right. Winona Ska. 
Okay. Might be right. Um, she's loved and accepted by the tribe, and when she grows up, she gets engaged to a young chieftain. Unfortunately, she also catches the eye of an evil witch doctor who turns her into a white doe out of jealousy when she wouldn't marry him. While this story is presented as fiction, many people claim to see a ghostly white doe in the area. Okay, so another theory is that Croatoan, the word, appears at the site of many other mysterious disturbances or disappearances. What the fuck is happening with my brain? (laughs) (laughs) So they're thinking that the word itself is like cursed or something. Um, That's how they portrayed it in American Horror Story. Is it? I didn't finish watching that shit because I I got really... I got really. It was, and it was like I. It was like losing me through the episode, so I was like, "Yeah, exactly." So the mysterious word also reportedly showed up in other places. Infamous stagecoach robber Black Bart supposedly etched the word into the wall of his prison cell right before his release in 1888, and he was never seen again. Horror author Ambrose. Bierce vanished while in Mexico in 1913, and the bed he last slept in allegedly had the word Croatoan carved into a post. The word also appears in the last page of the logbook of the ghost ship Carol A. Deering in 1921, which ran aground without its crew on Cape Hatteras, near what is once what was once known as Croatoan Island. And Amelia Earnhardt reportedly scribbled the word in her journal found after her disappearance in 1937. What the heck? I didn't know that one. Was she reincarnated? Um, what? What what if she was a reincarnated person from Roanoke? Oh, that is and a then she very disappeared again, theory. and then they keep they keep like Stop sinking it. back. They oh keep sinking god. back into existence. But oh like my god, evil. Abby, yeah. that is like a really good fucking theory. Holy Are shit! I don't even know what I'm saying half the time. It gave me goosebumps. It like sinks back into I don't know why or for what reason or if it's random. But whenever people go missing like that, what if that's what happens? They just sink back into a another dimension, or they just become someone else, and they just keep living. They just keep going on and on. Oh my god! Or there's always aliens. Okay, well that's my next and last one. I knew it. You were saving the best for last. Yes, alien abduction theories about extraterrestrial involvement range from reality shift that banish the colonists into another realm to aliens beaming them up for a bit and then beaming them back down in another side of the earth. So they literally vanished. Who knows? Maybe they'll turn up back in Roanoke hundreds of years from now thinking they've only been gone for an hour. That's fucking scary. Ew. Mm -hmm. That's really scary. Or they just beam them somewhere else and then they're just lost. Yeah. But you would think that they – well, I don't don't know. So I did find that this year – um, amateur archaeologist Scott Dawson, a native of Hatteras Island, I'm sure that's completely wrong, but um, just south of Roanoke released a book, The Last Colony and Hatteras Island, in which he provided evidence from researchers that the colonists were never lost and the mystery is over, as he told the Virginian pilot. 
the colonists, Dawson said, moved to Hatteras Island and assimilated into the Native American tribe, the Croatoans, who already lived there. Scientists who studied the area said, oh, scientists who studied the area, he said, uncovered a mix of English and Native American artifacts, proving that the two communities lived together. And my sources were historycollection.com, littlethings.com, and ranker.com. Dude, what the heck? Yeah. Which one's your favorite theory like that you The one that you said. What? Oh my gosh, I'm famous. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's really scary though. Or like, what if they got abducted and they were the first group of people that like mated with extraterrestrials? Mated with? How about boys? You know how there's people that like say or claim that they're partly they're they're part not human and then they like explain that they were abducted or like their parents were abducted. They like make up this thing where their life is for a purpose. There's a specific guy I'm thinking of. I think I mentioned to you that Netflix documentary where that he was a pedophile. Yes, but but then they're saying that the government set him up because he was talking too much. Yeah, that's why. And they magically found shit on his computer, which, hey, I don't know. I have no clue. I'm not going to say he's innocent. I'm not going to say he's a pedophile. I have no idea. But it was just a strange thing that they added to the end. And I'm surprised that Netflix was allowed to do that. If it's like a legal, like, investigation type thing, like, you shouldn't be saying, well, conveniently, there's, you know, evidence of him being a child predator or whatever on his computer but it seems to be too convenient. And that's what like Netflix did at the end of that documentary. Yeah, it was too convenient. I kept telling Jeremy like, okay. Well, yeah, like the pictures of those, of his alien children were fucking crazy, but they also looked super fucking fake. Mm-hmm. So um, I was telling Jeremy like maybe he ended up like he was like an actual pedophile. Like he took children and like, but the kids that he took pictures of were the kids that he was molesting or whatever, you know, like he wasn't, he didn't yeah, just he have pictures. Have a whole thing in his mind. Yeah. He didn't just have pictures. He probably also. And it sucks too, because like sometimes there, are, you know, it's people who are like schizophrenic or something. And so mm-hmm. it, it just, it makes it seem like it's an invalid claim that they know about extraterrestrials, blah, blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I mentioned that because I don't know the history of UFO sightings like throughout the world from that long ago. Like when did mm-hmm. that start? Like what if that was the very beginning when they made contact and they took them? Like they just took them to space and then either took them somewhere else or kept them up there. But why would it pick them specifically? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if maybe they've always paid attention to only America or something. They only take humans from Well, the according US. to ancient aliens, there it's like everywhere, like on all the major, like That's Machu Picchu and all those places. I don't know. They chose one colony in history and it would happen to be that one. I don't know. That is nuts. I don't know. Whatever happened. I would like to know, even if it is like basic shit. I like know too. The whole thing is that there's no bones or anything. So like they didn't die there. Yeah, and they like dis this. They took down all the shit that they lived in. You know, like they took everything. They disassembled everything. So they had time to do that. They were like, "Well, fuck it. We'll just fucking get rid of this Let's place and then we'll here. just leave." I know, right? I don't know. I feel like they did. They just um, decided to leave. 
Was yeah, and then they integrated with like a tribe that was like friendly with them. They had to have. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a way to like count populations or you know figure out how many people were alive. I don't know how to explain it, but a census, like a census, yes, exactly. But like, fig- like track, like track it back that far to where we know what the hell happened to these people. Like they ended up being somebody's grandparents, or they didn't, you know. Oh yeah, but how would okay? Well, exactly. How would they know? Like any of us could be related to specific people from that group that happened to migrate somewhere else and start a new life. Yeah, I wonder what their names were. <gasps> I know, right? But if they integrated with a tribe and, like, say they, like, married or, like, had children with somebody in the tribe. Their names would have been not Yeah, their names wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Ooh. Hmm. Mm -hmm. You saw The Witch, right? Yes, I did. My mom was so funny. She was like, I can I can barely understand how that what they're saying. It sounds like they're talking in reverse. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like they're talking because it's like thou shan't blah 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 but it's like yeah so backwards. it's not that hard to keep up with i'm at the long if you will instead of like won't you come with me or something like i don't know yeah. it's like, like backwards i was like mom you're so funny but that was that was creepy they were witches maybe they were witches and they just floated into the sky and they lived in trees i was just about to say they made nest in trees or what <laughs> once again birds birds they're birds they're the birds that's what that's where they ended up that's they all got turned into turkeys and they were fed. <laughs> right. Wait. Okay. So what year – this is going to sound – I hey, it's been years since I've been in school. What was the first Thanksgiving? It was like 1600-something, right? Um, Hold on. I'm trying to – I, I looked it up. It's after this? Or no? I literally, it is after this. It's after this. This was oh, before. Oh. They ate them. So this happened in 1584, and the pilgrims were 1621. Ooh. Interesting. Or like you said, they integrated into a tribe, and then they joined the tribe that fought against, and then they perished with their tribe. If it's the same area. I'm literally just throwing stuff out. No, it's not. This is North Carolina, and... um, uh, the pilgrims was up further. Virginia? I don't know. Oh my gosh, I, I sound so I don't know anything anymore. Um, but also the main theory has to be this is a totally different region of the world according to the film, the uh, world-renowned documentary known as Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. But what if they became cat people and they're still alive today. That's why there's no bones. Oh, that would be nice. Oh, they did get cursed by witches and they turned into some. Yeah, maybe. Or they're all just Thackeray Binks. Zachary Binks. I said Thackeray. <laughs> His name's Thackeray, girl. Get oh, it together. It is. That's right. <laughs> oh, that would be oh, yeah. right here. They're just they just know things from all all this time. Centuries have gone past. That would be sad. I would not want to live like that. Yeah, that would just be a miserable life. And you can't die either whenever you're cursed with immortality like that. Yeah, and it's so long. Like, fuck. I know. My days already feel long enough. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just thinking. (laughs) I wake up and I'm like, I can't wait to go to sleep tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. Anyway, we're thankful for sleep. 
and uh, we're thankful for these theories. Where did you say you got these from again? Sorry, what was it? Uh, three places, historycollection.com, littlethings.com, and ranker.com. Love that. Ranker, you're always coming through with these theories. Um, yep. Yeah, I would say I have no clue. I, I would say probably they did integrate and then all got separated and we just lost track of where they could be now, but it's always fun to theorize. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, it's just, there's other groups, right, that have gone missing like that and you can't, in other parts of the world and people don't know what really? happened this day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it happened in one of the Mayan, oh my God, I'm so sorry, it's either a Mayan or Aztec group that oh, they left their little civilization and that, we have no yeah. idea what happened to them. You're and right. That's the only other one I can think of, but I'm sure there's more where they just like disappeared. We don't know where they went. We, me and Jeremy were just talking about that the other day because we watched Apocalypto and I was mm-hmm. like, that's, I like how I forgot completely about whatever <laughs> civilization it was because we were talking about it. But uh-huh. I was like, they, in that movie, they take people, like they take them and they take them to like other, like the big ass, like city things and they become mm-hmm. slaves and they like go mm-hmm. everywhere. So I was like, maybe that's what happened. Slavery is a big one. Yeah. Like why wouldn't that have happened to the Mayans or Aztecs, whichever one vanished yeah. well they both yeah did. i would think that too if it looks like they just picked up and left that's probably what happened uh, uh the spaniards or somebody came and, t- and brought them to somewhere to be slaves and oh and what you mentioned about if the spaniard army or whatever came and took the people from roanoke or killed them i would think that they'd want them to know that they did that if it was oh, yeah. an act of war so they'd be like stop fucking coming here this is our Mm-hmm. I don't know. Unless yeah, something happened right. to both of them. What if it's like those horror movies when it's like a totally separate conflict and then they run into something weird and they both have to like face it? Oh god. They showed up but and then there would be there would be a fucking Spanish troop if missing too. What if there is and we just don't know? Okay. <laughs> we can't take it all on in one day guys i'm sorry but <laughs> stop your questions <laughs> oh god uh that was good that was spooky spooky like yeah hmm. well it was nice you seeing don't... you suchin <laughs> <laughs> just gonna disappear now evaporate into thin air that's strange. What if a what if different groups went missing at the same time, but because they were on separate sides of the world, nobody knew? I mean that that could that could be something. I mean that happens with human trafficking now. Oh no! Which that shit's no fucking joke. Everybody, watch your back out there. Don't trust. Yeah, that anyone. shit's scary. It can literally happen to anybody. It's so fucked up. Um, <laughs> What was that? It was an ASMR of me scratching my arm. <laughs> I like it. Oh, there's probably so many dog sounds in the background of my shit. I kept trying to mute. Yeah, I you. Reacting. I didn't hear shit. I know. I was reacting silently. I was like, oh, they're, the dogs are fucking making noise anyway. She won't be able to tell what's going on in the recording. <laughs> so I just didn't even. But um, the whole tree thing is still tripping me up. Ew. Yeah. What am, oh, that's making me think of Annihilation. That movie's fucking scary. Ooh, I love that movie. Me 
too. It was a really good concept when they're like the people are like bush, like the, it's like a bush, so it's like a person that's like uh, that wasn't necessarily a Thanksgiving story, but it's gonna go there anyways. So this year's looking a little different, but we hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving, however you celebrate it. If you don't celebrate it, that's fine too. Just enjoy your family and take a moment to be thankful for this year. I know it wasn't a great year for a lot of people, but our hearts go out to all of you and we're hanging in there. The new year's just around the corner. Uh, so with that being said, we hope you enjoyed this Roanoke episode and let us know some of your theories if you have any Thanks for listening, guys. We are definitely really grateful to have you guys uh, constantly here. We see all the all the listens that we get, and we just really appreciate it. And I always get to see all the new countries that are joining in and stuff. So thanks for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Send us a DM if you have any listener stories you'd like to submit. And tell all your friends to uh, maybe leave a review on Apple Podcasts or something. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving, guys. So... Did we give you the creeps?